0: Hi Emo. You scared me with the burn.
1: <laughs> like it was a long silence and I'm just sitting there yeah. and I'm like, Burn! <coughs> I <A> heretic. Jumped.
2: <laughs> How you doing, bud? Uh burnt my thumb. Is your thumb a heretic?
1: No. It's just third degree burned. Wedge burnt. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, we already full disclosure. We talked about this before recording, but yeah, we have a those... really bad habit of like just chatting before we start recording, and then you miss all the stories. Yeah,
1: for those who were not here, <clears throat> behind the scenes, uh, sometimes when you you have a box of fireworks and you you launch, you like you peel off the little lighter and you run away from it, and it does a whole show by it basically on its own. We gathered them all up to throw away, and I was like, oh, where's... My uh, buddy was like, where's the lighter? I'm like, oh, it might be under this box. So I just poked my thumb on it, you know, kind of just slyly. It's not too heavy, so I'll just lift it up. Thumb went through the casing and into the freshly hot embers of launched
2: fireworks. Last time I had fireworks, I tried to launch a plastic skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> what? We, we, in my, so, in my house, we did Halloween, obviously, and we all chipped in, like, 20 quid, and then they gave it to me and one of the guys I lived with, and, uh, and so if we had, we had, like, a hundred pound. Oh. Like, right. There's, there's, they gave it to two of us to go and spend on shopping, like, Halloween decorations and snacks and shit like that, and the first thing we bought we spent thirty pound on a like six foot tall plastic skeleton. That was it. It was like that was like thirty quid. That's all it was. I've still got his arm actually. Um, <laughs> so we we had him up. We had him up for Halloween. Um, we had him up for Halloween, and then we we beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, fixed his leg using a piece of metal and some hot glue. We gave him like a replacement hip. Um, and by the time bonfire night came around, so like five days later, uh, his like arm had fallen off, uh, and we would we were just like trying to find fun things to do with him. So we cut a hole in his chest and used that to launch fireworks out of. We also tried tying his leg to one of the fireworks. Didn't go well. Um, <laughs> um, and then we we hung him from a tree. Sans, one arm, two legs, and a hole in his chest. That's, that's metal. I have his arm. His name was Tristan.
1: <laughs> the, only, the only other good story I have from that night is um that like two nights ago when I burnt my thumb, was that there's these little, they're like little fireworks. Usually the big ones, you, you put them in the tube and they go pop, and it flies up and then explodes for more. Smaller ones, they uh they have just little and so they just had enough to hop out of the tube, <laughs> fall right on the ground, and go, bah! Nice. I did nice. that twice, and then the dude who bought the fireworks was like, What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, Ah.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No fireworks. See, it, was, it was the best part. We, this is the first time in our life where, one, we were all in a house together, two, we all had stable jobs. And th- we we over the course of the year we slowly came to realization we were like we're adults we could we could do what we we could do shit like we were like oh we were like oh we could we could maybe do some fireworks for fifth of November and whatever blah 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 and then we all sort of like paused at the same time and looked at least each other and went we, yo we could just buy fireworks yeah. we could, like no one is stopping us <laughs> we could just go to a shop and buy some fireworks um. So none of us had ever handled fireworks before. And it actually went very well. It was a nice little backyard fireworks display. Lots of sparklers, Roman candles. It was a good time. Spe- barring barring eat- the part where we hit the fence with a firework that was attached to a skeleton leg. But other than that. You gotta
1: time. have the uh, you gotta have fights with the Roman candles like Wizard Wizard
2: oh, yeah. duels. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just
0: go
1: out into the alleyway. I, I still wanna do that. I need to do that. Get some yeah, candles. That, and I want like... get
2: like eight people. Yeah.
0: Expecto Patronum. <laughs> Spell words. Abracadabra.
2: Alakazam. There. Anyway, <coughs> Eamon, we yes. got a fun one today. Yes. We finally get to start talking about specific factions. And specific groups and events and different fun cool things that happened. Because we've covered the history. We've done it all. Well not all. Oh. But we've done the big boy. We've done the big part. We've done the main the the, the, the thing that the kicks setup. off forty K. Yeah, we're done. Now we get into we get into forty K, baby. Now we're here. <laughs> that shit it's real. Yeah. So Today, we're going we're gonna to start off this glorious journey with a look at the Holy Orders of the Emperor's Inquisition, more commonly known as the Inquisition, or the Holy Inquisition, or some variant, the Inquisition, Inquisitors. The, 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 Spanish Inquisition. No. <laughs> Much the, worse. Nobody Much expects worse. the Spanish
1: Inquisition.
2: Everyone expects this Inquisition. They're always there. They're everywhere. Portuguese Inquisition. Shut up. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about the Inquisition. They are essentially the secret police of the Imperium, and they are responsible for quote guarding the souls of humanity. Pretty important job. That sounds uh, pretty good. And they are very good at it. So that that quote uh, I said at the start is the. Sort of creed of the Inquisition. It's their task. It's what they do. Um, and there are a couple of there are a couple of different aspects of the Inquisition. There are a couple of different things about them that we're going to talk about. Um, mainly the main orders of the Inquisition, uh, as well as when they were founded and what sort of power they have. Um, spoiler alert: a lot. Oh, um,
1: also, if so you so, we. Here we are. It's only because I'm on eight hours of sleep for I, the yeah. last two days. Be day. Don't ask hmm. me why. But oh, I don't have a reason. I just kind of was like, it's not too late. Look back at the clock. It's three a.m.
0: It's late too now. early,
1: if anything. But then I, woke, I I think like one night. I was like two nights ago. I went to bed, three a.m. Woke up at five. Went to bed. Woke up at seven. Went to bed. Woke up at eight. And I'm like, I give up.
2: Yeah, honestly, I've had loads of that. But anyway, let's jump right in to the Inquisition. So, you remember, you remember the ending of last episode? Dead yes. boy Horace, dead
1: Big boy Horace turned up, <laughs> dusted yep. straight, dusted, yep. and then and then Dad's like, <laughs> straight dusted. I am. Pfft. I don't like <laughs> 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 everyone at Infinity War play. I have straight dust.
2: Spoiler
1: not. Three-year-old if you, film. If you haven't, yeah, if you haven't watched that movie, you are, you deserve the spoiler at this point a
0: little
1: say. bit. Yeah. But um, like, yeah, the dude turned yes. to dust, and then the other dude got hooked up to the chair, and what I afterwards kept looking at images of it and was like this is like a fucking cool ass design like some of those art concept arts were just like grand halls stairs going up this small room to this fucking skeleton hooked up to wires it's like all right fuck all right here
2: let me let me let me you think that's cool design okay let me paint you a picture of the general aesthetic of the humans in uh 40k Uh, Someone, I can't remember who it was, it was on a video I watched about 40k lore, and they described 40k as (laughs) uh, is is this Picture Hulk Hogan Right Mm -hmm. He's fighting Satan In a cathedral However Hulk Hogan (laughs) is wearing 40 semi-trucks worth of armor Uh Satan is actual Satan, like, biblical Satan, um, and the cathedral is the size of Rhode Island, um, and you have 40k. <laughs> it's basically the gist of it. Alright, um, I can get that, I can get, I can get, I can get with that. Ev- everything in the Imperium is Grand halls and, like, gothic vibes, basically. It's, it's, I love it. It's mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah
1: before quite... like before 40k and before like hearing about this stuff and before like playing dark souls i was like cathedrals are pretty awesome but now i'm like everyone should be doing this why isn't everyone doing this you, everyone you should wait, be doing
2: this you wait till we get to talk about titans which are literally walking cathedrals with guns i think you you tend you hinted at it and we looked yeah. at some images of it they are walking cathedrals with guns their ships are flying cathedrals with guns their <laughs> tanks Their tanks are small churches with guns. There is one tank, it's one of the Sisters of Battle tanks. It is literally a Pipe Organ, that when you play notes on the Pipe Organ, it fires missiles. I am not joking. (laughs) (laughs) It is a Pipe Organ missile launcher, and as soon as we get to do a Sisters of Battle episode, it'll be the first thing I show you, because it is one of the most ridiculous models I know, and I love it. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. Um. But anyway, we're not talking about the Sisters of the Battle today. Today we're talking about the Inquisition. The Inquisition are the big bad. Well, they're not the big bad they're like the boogeyman of of the Imperium. They are the secret police. They they deal with everything. They exist entirely separately from the main Imperium. So where like the guardsmen will have like a chain of command. The space marines all answer to like uh <sighs> Again, they have their own separate chain of command and they answer to the Emperor and blah blah blah. Guardsmen and whatnot, they all answer to like the High Lords of Terror and that sort of thing. The Imperium answers to exactly two people. Themselves <laughs> I like that. And and the Emperor of Mankind. No one's um so that's that Sally leaves one, basically they they answer to each other so i was so within their separate orders they have rankings um and within like retinues of different inquisitors and inquisitorial agents they have rankings in that regard um and they form councils and groups to to like keep each other in line um the only real authority they answer to is the emperor they do not answer to guardsmen they do not answer to commanders colonels captains space marines nothing just the emperor, and that is part of what makes them fucking terrifying, uh, because they they can theoretically command Space Marines.
1: They've got like no, that's like yeah, that's like no fucking, that's no checks and there's no checks and balances there. Nope. I mean, that's like um, it's kind of like the whole like well, we 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 talk to each other about what we should do, and you know, minds combined you know we have yeah, no one else. stable ideas but like if everyone thinks the same you're basically all just one
2: mind well, with one dude separated no, from the so, group thinking in the same so, exact way so here's the thing so we'll we'll touch on some of the more specific events today i'm just going to try and give you like a broad overview of the organization um but the inquisition has had civil wars it has had like rebellion and things like that because it's a very big organization Its job is to police the entirety of the Imperium of Man. It's a big boy. Um, And there are different ideologies. There are Puritans who, um, who believe very strongly in following the specific rulings laid out by the Emperor. There are fanatics who will use alien artifacts and potentially chaos artifacts, provided it gets the job done. There are resurrectionists who are trying to bring the emperor back to life. There's there's a whole bunch of different like subsects of ideology within the Inquisition. We're not going to talk about them today, but it leads. It 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 makes for an interesting faction because on the one hand, you could, uh, you could be dealing with a Puritan Inquisitor, who is going to torture you within an inch of your life and then execute you for being the heretical traitor scum you are. But on the other hand, you could get a fanatical uh, Inquisitor, who's probably going to do the same thing, but he's going to use some weird Xenos torture device to do it. Um <laughs> oh, there's no wedding. Alternatively, if you're of use to them, they might recruit you. You don't know. But, basic a general rule of thumb, you want to avoid dealing with the Inquisition in whatever way possible um, unless it's unless it's cooperatively uh, if you are if you are a criminal if you are a a cultist in the 40k universe the arrival of an Inquisitor basically means that within the next six months you're going to be dead either killed by the Inquisitor and his forces or your planet is going to burn and we will talk about that part later for now, I wonder what um, it's like to be
1: like a farmer,
2: like just oh, a for, normal 40K. dude. Yeah, just
1: like imagine what it's like. To just like it's like Skyrim. It's like yeah, there's dragons and shit, or like in like Lord of the Rings. It's like man, it's pretty crazy. Dark Souls. I don't think you'd even have the job. No, nope. but you'd just be dead. But well, like forty k, what would it
2: be like? to Just like I have a potato farm. Well, here's here's the thing with the Inquisition. Their entire purpose is to make sure that the general population does not know about the bad things. There are planets in the Imperium that have never seen a shot fired. They are they are peaceful, like farming, agricultural, just nice planets, just Earth. I legitimately do not believe that. No, there are. They are. There are multiple. In fact, they're called paradise worlds. They 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 know nothing. Of of the horrors of the galaxy They know nothing
0: of our struggle
2: um, Yeah, no, there, there are in, And the entire point of the Inquisition Is to quell these threats Before the general population Really gets the chance to learn about them Because heresy Heresy begets heresy If one person is corrupted That means that everyone around that person is corrupted and that means that everyone around those people are corrupted, and so on and so forth, until an entire planet is lost. So the job of the Inquisition is to go in and deal with it before, uh, before you have to burn a planet. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, that's kind of so... fun though. At least you can, I can. In the back of my head, once in a while, like, yeah, we're over here fighting terror demons, um, whatever uh, fucked slanesh motherfucking things, and it's just like. Yeah. There's somewhere over there. There's a farmer named Phil, and he he plants potatoes, and he he brings the potatoes out of the ground a couple months later, and he's like, "My yeah. life is simple." And it's
2: like, and those potatoes uh. feed the guardsmen who are busy fighting said demons, who beat yes. the shit out of things and crush skulls with their fists. Yeah. So, the the Inquisition is well. There there are two stories on its founding. Uh, the first story. ...is the one I quite like, where um, the Emperor commanded Malkador the Sigilite to seek out men of character, skill, and determination. Uh, to basically form the beginnings of the Inquisition, to to deal with aliens, mutants, and heretics. Um, Malkador returned with 12 individuals eight space marines who had all abandoned the traitor legions and returned to the emperor and four humans um and they 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 formed what be- what eventually became the inquisition the second the second story is uh that the emperor gathered four people four of his most trusted servants to dis- oh sorry After the Emperor was interred on the Golden Throne, four of his servants gathered to discuss what they should do next. Two of them, called the Resurrectionists, believed that they could bring the Emperor back to life. And the two that remained established the Inquisition to combat the efforts of the first two. Um, No one really knows. It's a secret police. You're not supposed to know their origins. Um, But what we do know is that they are made up of many different ordos, Um split into two sections, the Ordo Majoris and the Ordo Minoris. Mm. So the Ordo Majoris are the big boys. They are they are the key orders. and they deal with
0: aliens, mutants, and heretics. All right.
2: uh, so the first one is the Ordo Malleus, which is the threat beyond. They deal with demons, um, and they deal with demonic threats, they investigate demons, they have, they like, learn the true names of demons, they can just kill their ass. Um, They're really good at killing demons, uh, and like, studying the warp. Um, Then there's the Order of Xenos, which is the threat without. They deal with aliens. so anything from like the Orcs, the tyranids the tau undiscovered alien species all that they deal with that and then there's the order hereticus which deals from the threat within they deal with heretics mutants rogue psykers uh they they police the the like religious section of of the imperium called the ecclesiarchy um yeah, they they deal with the human side of things, so if someone is uh converting to a chaos cult well, bam, they're gonna go deal with that if someone is threatening if a planetary governor is threatening rebellion, bam, they're gonna go deal with that they they're the very much like boots on the ground secret police, whereas the other two are more uh outside of the imperium right um. And then there's a number of Ordo Minoris, which are the sort of smaller, more specific ones. Uh, There's the Ordo Aegis, which uh, watches over the Cadian Gate, which we'll talk about in a later episode. There's the Ordo Astartes, which watches over the Astartes. Um, There's the Ordo Chronos, uh, of which all members have vanished. Uh, (laughs) There's the Ordo Militarum, which oversees I don't know it it doesn't doesn't say what happened to them
0: Straight I might dealership. now need to do an
2: episode on them. I've never actually really looked into them, Just But I might dealership. now um oh they they were created to combat and prevent anomalies in time.
1: the Kronos or the
2: next Cronos uh the the next ones I was going to say were the Militarum. they oversee the imperial guard. Um, the Ordo Originatus they, they are basically Historians, they try and figure out How the Inquisition got started The opposite of that is the Ordo Redactus, which tries to Keep mm-hmm. the history of the Inquisition classified uh, mm-hmm. Redacted <laughs> yeah, The Ordo Scriptus, which just Overlooks uh, Imperial historical Records mm-hmm. uh, The Ordo Sepultrum, which researches Current plagues um the ordo sicarius which was founded to police the activities of the officio assassinorum um and then my personal favorite the ordo exorium and they monitor exterminatus which we will discuss
0: shortly so wait so what am I in... oh, shit i
1: forgot that word already the Ordo Exorium. Yeah, and they watch the, the they, um,
2: they oversee the use of exterminators.
1: Exterminators.
2: Mm hmm.
0: So like I said,
2: the Inquisition are they are completely autonomous. They they operate outside of uh the Imperium. They answer to no one bar the Emperor himself. Um, and no one is beyond the, the scrutiny of the Inquisition, as that power is known as the Inquisitorial Mandate. Um, yeah, they are... They they deal with literally anything that threatens humanity. If it is a demon, they deal with it. If it's an alien, they deal with it. If it's a Chaos Cult, they deal with it. Um, and they also have uh, what's called Chamber Militants. So every order is but is made up of normal humans, just regular regular dudes, regular women, who have been been through a, a place I believe it's called the scholar Progenium. It's like a it's like a military academy for like officers and shit like that. Um, yeah. We'll have an episode on them at some point as well. But uh, once you go through that, there's a chance you maybe made a. Given into the study of an inquisitor, and there's a chance at some point you may even make inquisitor yourself. You are just a normal human person. Other than that, you're mortal. You you just you're just a regular person. So every major order, the three that I mentioned, the Malleus, Hereticus, and the Xenos, uh, have what's called a chamber militant, which is their sort of military wing. Because obviously, if normally like if they if they uncover like a small cult, they can probably deal with it themselves. If they uncover a large alien plot against the Imperium, they're going to need some backup. So the Ordo Malleus, which are the ones that deal with demons, they have a Space Marine chapter called the Grey Knights, uh, who will also. If you haven't heard of these Assume they're getting a full episode Because they're all really important Uh, The the Grey Knights Yeah, the Grey Knights And the Order they'll get a full episode as well Um, The Grey Knights The Grey Knights are Space Marines, they're very good at killing demons And it is said that not one of them Has ever fallen To chaos, to corruption They are incorruptible Um, Which is why they deal with demons uh the order hereticus has the adeptus sororitus also known as the sisters of battle they are warrior nuns essentially uh they're the ones with the cool pipe organ tank very cool very nice, very nice. um they deal with heretics <clears throat> they are they are they're warrior nuns they're, they're they're about as religious as you can get they deal with people that aren't as religious as you can get <laughs> um and the order xenos chamber militant is called the death watch which is again another space marine chapter um they deal with alien problems um using like small kill teams that are very specialized in dealing with one alien ever alien in particular they're going after in this time um they also use specially trained uh Imperial Guard known as Inquisitorial Stormtroopers. Um and they also have their own uh like specific forces that they can uh they can draw on and well, they they travel in different groups. They um they they have as an Inquisitor you have the most power in the Imperium. You can sort of do what you want. If you wanna take someone along with you, you're more than welcome to. Um and they're very cool. They're very spooky. I like the Inquisition. They're uh they're one of the more interesting factions. Nobody expects them. That's true. But anyway, we're gonna talk about my favorite uh we, we yeah. We're gonna talk about my favorite one in particular. The Ordo Excorium. Which is the ones that deal up. with which are the ones that deal with exterminators. So there's not a lot of info about them uh about them specifically, uh, all we really know is that it consists of about a hundred inquisitors, um, and it monitors the practice of exterminators. I'm just going to read you, real quick, uh, the the start of the wiki article on exterminators. Exterminatus, exterminatus extremus is the obliteration of a world's entire population through some form of weapon used from orbit or nearby space.
0: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Super. Uh, there's mm. there's also a list of all the planets that have been exterminated, and why? And why? And why? Yeah. Oh. Um, but so Exterminatus is is the final final resort. Okay. When a planet is deemed Irretrievable, uh, or it would cost too many resources to retrieve it, and it's not worth it. And that's that this is, and again, this is saying something for the Imperium. Remember, galaxy wide, uh, empire, more resources than we could ever hope to amass, ever as actual humans,
0: yeah. So it's like, like we would like... we would
2: look at and consider it near infinite. Yeah. So it's if like... a planet is too costly for them to take back,
0: this is bad. <laughs> just, just pop it. Like a balloon. Yeah.
2: In some cases. Um In some cases. Wait, hold on. Well, there are different ways of wiping out life on a planet, Emo.
0: But,
1: like, it just, is it like, usually I've heard it's just, from the stories uh, we've gone through, it's usually just, like, torching the planet, although one of them was oh, that one that just, like, shattered. Usually. usually. Do they shatter planets? So, How do they shatter the planets?
2: Well, we'll talk about that in a moment, First, Um, there are only a certain number of people that can order an exterminatus. Any Inquisitor can do it. Uh, A Space Marine Chapter Master. uh, A Lord High Admiral. Or a Lord Commander. Um, The Imperial Navy. So that would be the Lord High Admiral. uh, Usually just bomb the fuck out of a planet. Like every square inch of that planet will be bombed. Uh, Space Marines use what's called. Generally, use what's called a virus bomb, which they have to plant manually on the surface. Um, and the Inquisition has has much more, much more interesting weapons,
0: much more, a little bit more spice. Um,
2: yeah, basically, if a world, um, If if complete destruction of an entire planet, all of its people and all of its resources, is deemed a better solution than conventional methods, they will exterminate it. Uh, It could have fallen to chaos. It could have been... The imperial government could have been overthrown. Uh, It could be a non-imperial world just harbouring a race of aliens. Um, And it is... It has been used once or twice on planets that are vital but unsavable. And it has been used in one particular occasion, uh, of denying resources to an alien invasion. Denying. And we will talk about so we'll talk about that particular event when we come to talk about that particular alien race. I like that.
1: Kinda because like
2: that. it is what happened is
1: fucked. I mean, it probably is going to be fucked, but I like that idea. It's like, well, we don't want them to have the resources, so flick switch.
2: Oh, yeah. Flick switch on, like, 13 planets and all of the people on them. I mean, we got to shout out to our our, our
0: Phil Farmer Phil's who just (laughs) get obliterated. But, like, yep, you know, if it's a cool obliteration... (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, let's <laughs> talk about some of those obliterations, shall we? Yes. Um. So, there's a number of
0: different ones. The first is nuclear weaponry.
2: Just a just a fucking nuke, or oh, lots of lots of them. Okay, lots of them. I was like, just just lots one nuke? Lo- no, lo- lots of nukes. Like right, scour the planet of life. Amount of nukes.
0: That's still like really like. Sim- yeah, simple. Yeah, simple but scenery. effective.
2: Yeah. Um, then there's things called cyclonic torpedoes. All
0: right.
2: Um, which are only used by the Inquisition or the Adeptus Astartes. Uh, they what do. They do? <laughs> so, they they basically just scour the planet. Uh, the whatever. Some of them use, like, again, nuclear. Uh, some of them just emit raw plasma. Um, then there's one called two stage torpedoes, which are a little bit of a spicy version of. Uh, raw
1: plasma sounds pretty spicy, but we'll go on. What's the. What's uh, this the is spicy the spicy spice.
2: version of cyclonic torpedoes. Jalapeno, so, spiced plasma. While, while the warhead is the same, uh, instead of exploding on impact, This device will burrow through a planet's surface with thermal warheads and detonate at the core. This will destabilize a planet and will shatter the world. (laughs) They are used against worlds that are devoid of atmosphere or biological life, such as Necron tomb worlds. That's a good place to use them on. Yeah, because if the planet has no atmosphere, you can't burn away the atmosphere, can you? You, you gotta, gotta snap the planet in half. Crush. Um, there's also magnet torpedoes, which break the planets. Uh, atmospheric incinerator torpedoes, which incinerate, incinerate the atmosphere. Go figure. <laughs> um, the Modalis class atmospheric missiles, which eat the atmosphere.
1: Wait, so this is another one that just eats the atmosphere?
2: Well, one of them burns the atmosphere. Uh, one of them, it releases what's called Phosphax, which eats away at every carbon-based element on the planet. Oh. Um, and then there's my personal favorite, virus bombs.
1: What do the virus bombs do? I think you've mentioned it before, but then just well, that it like basically destroys the planet,
2: ruins it. The life-eater virus, as used on Istvan 3, is terrifyingly voracious, capable of spreading across the entire surface of a planet in a matter of minutes. It can penetrate power armor and rebreathers. It quickly rots and breaks down anything of biological origin, uh, reducing it to sludge. Jungles and forests quickly rot into lakes of sludge. The rapid breakdown of organic matter releases tremendous amounts of flammable gas, which eventually ignites into an apocalyptic planet-wide firestorm, searing the planet's entire surface to bare rock, as well as burning the atmosphere of all oxygen. That one's nice, but I That's still like I, I, to I like that
1: that one that does the uh that burrows in and hits the core and it goes Wow the two
2: the two stage cyclonic torpedoes,
1: yes, yeah they're pretty that good. one gets me the the virus bomb is like sec, like not even second place, but they're both tied they're both tied for first, yeah one is just like needlessly violent, and the other one is just <laughs> <laughs> quick and excessively violent. <laughs> While yeah. also being excessively violent.
2: There's no there is literally no way to burn a planet without excessive violence, Emo. I hate to break it to you. Well I said they both have excessive
1: violence. They yeah. They
2: both and but one is like just I don't know, something
1: that's just raw about like, I hate this planet. This planet is so Snap. unsavable that we're just gonna burn it like up cr- crack it like it's just cold chocolate and a ham with a hammer like an easter egg yes like an egg in general
2: <laughs> like an easter like <laughs> egg no like an, like an egg that you cut the top off and put a firecracker inside yes
1: <laughs> it shatters <It's> yeah like, <laughs> we didn't even get rid of the atmosphere i know so like some people are on there like oh i'm perfectly it's
2: like it's because i think it's, hey uh, hey that ravine got a bit deeper in the over the <laughs> evening And also, also, my neighbor's house is now 30,000 miles away in space, but yeah, yeah, it's fine. Atmosphere doesn't stay attached to planets that have no core, Emo.
1: No, but they kind of, like, linger for a bit, and so for a moment, you're just like, wow, this is, um, this sucks. Yeah, if you're not
2: destroyed by an explosion in the planet boy can imagine. Do You understand the fucking earthquakes and shit that would come of that moment. It's, it's the funny. Chaos. It's funny you mention that actually, because we'll uh, we'll come back to that particular event uh, when we talk about Cadia. Cadia.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Get used Not to one. hearing the word Cadia, my man.
1: Arcadia. No Arcadia.
2: Kadia. Nope. Cadia. Cadia fucking stands, emo. Stands. Kadia stands. The planet like, broke before the guard did, emo. I don't what's going on? The planet broke before the guard did.
1: This sounds like when like before I got into Dark Souls, all the people are like, This character is the awesomest character, or like, this one is bad." And I'm like, I don't know what the f- you guys are speaking hieroglyphics to me.
2: Yep. Don't worry, when we talk about Kadia, you'll understand. Kadia Kadia will be like a three parter. Cause there's a lot to talk about, with Kadia. Cadia is KDR is one of the more recent events, uh in in 40k canon, and oh boy, is it a big deal. Like it's on par with the with the Horus Heresy. All right. With all right. how much of a big deal it is, in my opinion, like the Horus Heresy kicks off 40k. What happens at Kadia kicks off like the next ten years of 40k. It's it's bad it's real bad it's one of my th- it's you know the big fight scene in Avengers Endgame
0: yes yeah Katie or is that I don't know but how with... to, I don't know how to relate that like like
1: where
2: all of the characters uh, come back like where all of the characters come back through the they're like yeah we're gonna go for... we're gonna fight it's that oh, but they lose shit. okay oh <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to talk about Cadia one day. We've got so much more to get through before then, because you need to understand like all of the things that happened before Cadia uh, to fully appreciate Cadia. Um, yeah, there's not actually a lot more I have to talk about today with regards to the Inquisition. I, I'm saving it for more specific uh episodes uh on the particular orders and things like that. So this one's a little bit of a shorter one. Um but we will do an German episode answers. on each of we'll do an episode on each of the different orders as well as um their like chamber militants and all that sort of nonsense. But before then, <gasps> we we gotta do do you know what do you know what next episode's gonna be? Um Kania. <laughs> no I'll be honest, I haven't decided what next episode's gonna be yet, so.
1: <laughs> do you know what next episode's gonna be? Uh, here's a guess. It's actually unknown. I unknown? A question mark. Question mark. But yeah. I was, I was listening to a radio and they were talking about how, like, they have terrible question marks. Part of me oh. was laughing. And I'm like, weaklings. <laughs> what do you mean, terrible question marks? I don't know dude they're like they kind of have sometimes these guys on this morning radio show they're very like they have funny things to say but sometimes I'm just like these guys sound like they're just like talking at a Starbucks about like their favorite new alt band I'm like oh my god but yeah they're they're all commenting like oh man my question mark's so ugly And I'm like how is it hard to make a question mark I was like talking to my roommate like how is it hard to make a question mark it's just a two but you stop halfway down and just go straight down and then dot that's it. Like literally, all you need to do: hook, line, just... dot. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, it looks so gross. I'm like I don't, I don't even want to see what their question marks look like. It's probably like how no. do you have the dot? I don't get
2: it. I don't get it.
1: I don't get it either. They were like they were talking about, it and they were, they actually started doing it, and you could tell they were like, "Oh, that's really bad. Look at mine." And I'm like, "What's the f- how hard is it to make question marks? Just do a mm-hmm. hook." line it'll die. and a dot. And her sinker.
0: <laughs> will climb and sinker.
2: Anyway. That'll be it for us today, I think. Thank fun fun you for joining. i Garth. Alright, we're ending it there. That's it. <laughs> Bye-bye.